welcome back to Sip with Joy, a show about a girl, her wine, and her feelings. And I am that girl. I am your host, Joy M. Hutton, serial entrepreneur and lover of food and wine. And today's wine is a Beaujolais Nouveau. If you don't know about this, this is like a pre-Thanksgiving um wine because this only comes out around this time generally because it is one of the fastest produced wines because they ferment it in the fermentation process is less than 60 days which is unheard of Beaujolais is one of my favorite wines but Beaujolais Nouveau is produced super fast and it comes out like just in time for Thanksgiving so if you still have time go grab you a bottle of Beaujolais Nouveau uh, this is out of France and it's really good and you know I'll tell you about it on the sip of the day on at sip with joy on Instagram so make sure you do that mmm it's so good it's so good this would really go well with all of your Thanksgiving favorites so make sure you get a bottle make sure you get a bottle and so glad to be back here again we have one more episode before the season finale um hey lizzle hey tiffany hey elsie my faves all my faves here all right oh y'all these past couple of weeks your girl has been struggling um but i am here and i'm so glad that i'm here with you guys surrounded by like I said, my favorites and people that love me and show up for me every week. I appreciate you all more than you know. Hey, Rhonda. Hey, Reg. Good to see you. Um, so yeah, today's episode is titled, When It Rains, It Pours. And you know, I thought about this episode because last week when I had Karee Lang on, we had the worst time with the audio and it was raining and I was like, you know what, golly, when it rains, it pours. And so I thought about that for this week's episode because life has a funny way of presenting challenges and joy unintended in waves and and sometimes it feels like the storms just keep coming <laughs> and when I tell you the storms keep coming the storms keep coming and you're like okay God what, what do you want what do you want me to do you know and as a single 40 plus year old black woman the journey can be particularly nuanced and filled with its own set of highs and lows and so i am speaking from that perspective so again thanks again for tuning in guys um so what does it mean when somebody says it when it rains and when it rains it pours i mean you've heard this all your life like when things just go bad and it's just one thing after another but in this context, well, me speaking from my perspective today, I feel like it's about, you know, navigating the complexities of life, relationships, and, and personal growth, and facing uh, endless challenges and allowing those to shape who you are. Because I know for me, like, I, I think I've just, I think, well, we're all, you know, we're all on this 
this journey of growth, whether we want to embrace it or not. But the the idea should be to grow, right? You want to grow through your challenges. And just like the episode last week was called, you have to go through it to grow through it. And at the end of the day, when I'm going through things, I guess the objective is to grow through it, to learn through it, even though I just want to, you know, punch somebody in the face sometimes after I'm going through things and, and yell and cuss at God. But, you know, this is life. This is definitely life. Uh, Reg said, tell me about it, but we gonna make it. Listen, Reg, woo. So I know as an entrepreneur, there are extreme highs and lows, and I've often just wanted to walk away from it all. Hell, I wanted to walk away last week, two weeks ago. But I realized that the challenges that I face in my business or businesses, they they help me grow because both of my, my businesses are different. And so that's been a learning curve for me too because I never imagined that I would have a business in the beauty industry or in tech, but I did it. I took a leap and it was an idea that I had and you know I took it and ran with it and it's been successful. But it does not come with, it. it it does not come without its own challenges. And so sometimes when you're tested and you just want to walk away from it all, we have to step back and say, okay, what can I learn from this? And so, and, and it's, it's also, you know, when you don't have the people that you love or people that you would expect to support your business, that's always d discouraging too. I've kind of gotten beyond that point, you know, and I tell my mom all the time because she started a new travel business, your friends are not going to be your biggest supporters. So you may have a couple of friends that do, but don't think that those are going to be your biggest supporters. And I read this book by Jamie Kern Lima. I'm obsessed with her. She's the founder of It Cosmetics, sold it to L'Oreal for like a billion dollars. But she talked about how your haters are confused supporters because they want to like you, but they, but they hate you too. They don't like you. You know, and you have people that lurk and that watch you but will die before they show any public support for you or your business or for anything that you're doing. I mean, think about things, you know, when you look at views versus like, right? You got a thousand views on your video and somebody, it may be two likes on there. You're like, but people are obviously still watching it. So, that's okay. The people who are supposed to be there or be a part of your tribe or be your ride or dies, those are the people that, that matter the most. And we can't worry about the people who, who, who want to lurk, you know? So, um, because we are not for everybody. I know I'm not for everybody. And that is okay because I'm going to continue to show up as Joy M. Hutton. All right? Um, so, that's work. Uh, and Reg said, I want to take a leap out of trucking. Well, listen, Reg, you, you can do it, okay? But have a plan. Don't be jumping out there without a plan, okay? I tell people all the time, you may want to do something, but you better have a plan. Um, so that's work. Then there's, like, relationships. Now, you all have had a front seat to my dating fiascos and woes for, for a few years, but... I'm entering this new year with a different perspective and I'm absolutely not spending my time with anyone that does not have my best interest or that I know I'm simply not compatible with. I'm, I'm just, I'm not settling and I'm also not desperate. <laughs> so that also makes a difference too and I think a lot of times when 
I meet men and they see me and I'm, I'm older, 41, with no children, they think that I'm desperate because they're like, well, you need me for the baby. You need me to get married. I've been married. And if I never get married again, I'm okay with that. But it's, it's definitely not the case. I am not desperate. And I'm perfectly capable and okay being alone. It's not the ideal. You know, I was talking to um, to someone the other day. I said, nobody wants to be alone. I don't think anybody wants to be alone. I've never heard anybody say, I want to be alone. I've heard people say, I'm okay being alone. But I don't think anybody wants to be alone. You want to do this life with a partner. You want to go home and talk to somebody. You want to share your fears, your secrets, your, your, your successes, celebrations with someone. No one wants to be alone. So, but again, I'm not desperate and I'm not settling. And, you know, I've just resolved that I can't keep putting myself through an endless cycle of men who don't want what I want. I'm, I'm just tired. So, um, but that's up to me to stop the cycle, right? Because I can blame all these, you know, no goods out here, but it's, it's not them. I, well, it is them, but I also have to decide that I'm not going to put up with with things that I don't want, with behavior that I don't want. I have to walk away. And so I've, I'm getting better. I'm getting better because I'm like, I don't have time. I don't have time to waste. I mean, I want a little Thanksgiving boot, a little cuddle, cuddle buddy or whatever, but at what cost? <laughs> not at the cost of my peace, my sanity. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to do it. I got Gigi wherever she is. You know, she still loves me. And I know at the end of the day, she'll always love me. <laughs> um, so I've talked about work relationships but what about you know yourself you know do you I know for me I, I ask this question to other people do you ever feel like you're in a battle with yourself like the version you want to become versus the version of yourself you want to leave in the past and I was at church on Sunday and the in the sermon the pastor was saying you have to divorce your past in order to marry your future and I was like <laughs> say that again but you do we hold on to so many things in our past that keep us from moving in the future and mo yeah moving towards the future and I know in my 40s like I have been shedding old habits that have led to poor decisions in the past, you know, getting with poor partners or whatever, whatever the case may be. And also societal expectations, letting go of those societal expectations of where, where, where people think I should be in my life. I should be married. I should have kids. I should be doing X, Y, Z. Yeah, shoulda, coulda, woulda, but it didn't happen. And it's not your plan. It's God's plan. So thank you and good night. Um, and then also just showing up as myself unapologetically. Like, again, you may not be for everybody. I'm not for everybody. And so the people who will be there for you are going to be there for you. And my dad tells me all the time, if you end this life with two good friends, then, or one, shoot, then you're doing good. Because not everybody can say that. And so um, that's what it is for me but it's also me being true to joy you know so at the end of the day it's like okay on this journey of self-discovery are you being true to yourself you know are you writing your own narrative or are you letting or are you letting somebody else write the narrative for you and for me i'm writing my own story all right <laughs> um 
And then you have just life, y'all. Life be life in. Dang, I need a drink on that note. <laughs> life be life in. Um, what Reg said, I don't remember. Are you open to long different, long distance? I have a friend in Chicago. He's a solid 49 and no kids. Was married once as well. Mm, I got to see pictures, Reg. I can't be <laughs> out here just committing to <laughs> just anybody and everybody. Um, but, and yes, I am open to long distance, but I prefer someone who's in the same city. Long distance becomes increasingly difficult. I've noticed the older that I get. I used to say that I wanted long distance and then I'm like, now I'm like, ooh, but I really just want you to come over tonight and then you got to fly 2,000 miles. So it's, it's difficult. I'm not saying that I can't do it and that I won't do it. I prefer someone that's in the same city as me, the older that I get. Um, so I was talking about life. So I know for me, like, you know, when you talk about when it rains, it pours, and when you think you've finally gotten out of something, like I know I went through a two and a half year hellish divorce, came out of that. And then when I was at the point where I was like, okay, I'm peaceful. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to receive love, all this stuff. Went on the dating show, and then while filming the dating show, my sister passed. So it's like, man, recover from that, and then my sister passes. And then I'm trying to run two businesses, and then just survive. You know, so it's just like, can, can I just get a break? And, you know, I always hear, you know, at church people saying, you know, you can't, you, you can't grow without the challenges and without the storms, but sometimes you just want some peace. You want a break. And it's like, where is the light at the end of the tunnel? Um, so, yeah, life be lifing. And sometimes you just want a damn break. So, you know, through all of the ups and downs, for me, it's about finding strength in my vulnerability and embracing the highs and the lows of my journey and acknowledging that it's okay um, not to have everything figured out. And that's a struggle for me because I'm a planner. I'm a Capricorn. If anybody else is a Capricorn, an LC is a Capricorn. But I'm a planner. I'm not good with the unknown. I don't like surprises. Um, I, I just like to know. And so that's difficult for me because I'm like, okay, God, well, you going to tell me, you know, what to do next? And no, he's not. He's sitting there on mute. He got me on mute. And he's like, no, I'm not. So that is difficult for me because I'm just used to having everything thought out and planned and I've just learned to become more spontaneous and learn to just go with the flow a little bit more because I don't have everything un under control. And I know that, you know, people see me on social media or people see me out and they think I have it all together. I do not. <laughs> I am human, just like the next person. I do not have it all together. Sometimes my life be in full-on shambles. So I am not perfect by any means. I do not have it all together. Um, so speaking of other humans, you know, and I'm not going to spend too much time on this subject, but the what the, what the sip. Um, I know you all have been following um, Cassie and Diddy, and I'm not going to say too much about 
them in particular because I don't want the Illuminati coming for me. So I'm gonna leave it at that. But I will say, I will say this. People really need to stop talking about the time that it took Cassie to say something and that it was just all about money. She lost money during that process of being abused. She wasn't able to pursue her career or whatever. But the time, it takes a lot of courage for someone to come out and say that they were a victim of rape or abuse. And speaking from the perspective of someone who has been in both of those situations, it's, it's a lot of emotions that come with that. You're scared because th then you have to put yourself out there because you're a victim of this. Um, you may be trying to protect another black man from going to jail because I know that was that was me. I didn't want this guy to be in jail. I'm like, oh, another black man is going to be in jail. But at what cost? I'm the one suffering. I'm the one traumatized. I'm the one being abused. You know, and so it takes a lot. So I think when we, we with anything, when we think about responding to a situation, we really have to take a step back and look at look at the big picture not just these minute details but it's it's so many people that have an opinion about when she should have did this or why she shouldn't have did this and why she asked for money and why it's just so many things and so but like i said when you are a victim of sexual assault physical abuse or whatever i think that like I said, it, it just comes with a lot. And a lot of the times, when you go to the police, and depending on who was the abuser, the police won't uh, won't believe you. You don't have if you don't have bruises, you don't you you don't you not have you don't have a bloody nose, then the police won't believe you. And it's it's just a lot. And it's like you've put yourself out there, you've had to go to the hospital, be poked and prodded and what have you. And it, you never recover from something like that. Sure, therapy helps or whatever, but it's always, it, it's a part of you. It will always be a part of you, just like grief. It, it, it is a part of you. So, um, and I don't think people talk about that enough, like being a victim of sexual assault or physical abuse. People don't talk about it enough because it's one of those things that's also seen as, as taboo. Um, but... It's, it, it is a reality. So, that's so all I'm going to say about that. Um, you know, but we, we have to, we got to be careful what we, what we say out there. That's all. Um, and so, as I close out this year, you know, I hear a lot of people, we got one more episode. It's not the last episode. But um, next year, uh, not next year, next episode, we're going to have... Um, Cornelius, the champagne master on, and I'm excited because it's like, what better way than the end with popping champagne? So, um, but I hear a lot of people say, you know, let's end the year strong and let's end the year with a bang. Listen, I am tired of being strong. I don't want to be strong. I just want to get through the rest of this year because it's like you look at the last year and you're like, okay, I can't wait until the next year. It's going to be this. It's going to be that. Then you're in that year and you're like, damn, it's been a lot this year too. Okay, well now I just want to get through to the next year. You know, so I'm just trying to get through the rest of this year because sis is tired. <laughs> 
Um, and I also just want to be kind to myself and I want to enter into the new year with a renewed spirit. I don't want to be the same joy that I was this year. I want to continue to grow and evolve. Um, so let's see, Reg said, it. yes, it happens with women and men. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm looking forward to, you know, coming back uh, with Sip With Joy. Like these, when I think about a lot of the topics that I've, that I've had on this show, you know, these are topics that resonate with me and hopefully they resonate with you too. Um, but there are things that people just don't talk about. And so... This is why I'm using this platform to do so. So I look forward to coming back with another season. One more episode for this season next week, and then I'll be on break. But I just appreciate you all. Thanks for rocking with me. And y'all know when I do these episodes by myself, they be getting shorter and <laughs> shorter and shorter. Um, but it's because, listen, I said what I had to say, and then that's it. Um, until we get this phone situation figured out, because it was working one episode, and then it wasn't working, because I want y'all to call and talk to me. But, you know, there's always the chat. And uh, next year, have some new things in store. Oh, and I met, like, my idols. I shouldn't say idols, but I love them, the McBride sisters. I met them at Honeyland Festival. So that was the highlight of, of my week. You know, like I said, highs and lows. So um, McBride Sisters, I featured their wine on Sip With Joy before, and I'll be featuring more wine from them. So um, until next time, I'm going to be drinking my Beaujolais Nouveau. Get you a bottle because these sell out really fast because they don't produce a lot of bottles. So get you your Beaujolais Nouveau. Happy Turkey Day. Eat well for me. Drink some good wine. I'll post some uh, food pairings for Thanksgiving and all that stuff on Sip With Joy. But I'll see you guys back here next week.